finally, all my years of watching Grey's Anatomy have paid off. And now in this alternative reality, it's time for Dr. Gigi Palooza to take on her first patient. Now they told me all I have to do first is go up to this room and boot up this laptop and I'll receive my instructions in case study. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to find my Dr. McDreamy in no time and then we get to hide in the supply closet. All right, adult time. Here we go. Case study number one. Patient has symptoms of extreme lethargy followed by high body temperature and high blood pressure. Look over the following and then attempt to diagnose via webcam first. Damn, this new technology is great. Okay. Patient is prone to speaking with adult language and themes, so listener discretion is advised. <laughs> well, good thing I'm an adult. Doctor adult. Patient may mention spoilers for any anime, so please be warned if there's a show you have yet to finish. That's weird. Okay. The views and opinions of said patient are of this individual and do not represent the entire species as a whole. Okay. That's really weird. But... Oh, shoot, I'm talking to myself. Okay, adult time, serious face. Dr. Gigi, you can do this. Let's diagnose that patient. Who's that Pokemon? Okay, webcam, start. <gasps> what the hell? I swear I hit the actual button and not the not safe for work button. Crap. Oh my god. Oh my god, what did I do? What did I do? Oh my god, this panic button. Okay, hit this. Hitting that. Oh god. Wow, I was not expecting to see that or hear it. Jesus. I think I need to go in the hallway for a second. My body temperature is high as that patient's. Oh my god. <gasps> Sir, you startled me. I'm doctor. What, what are you doing? This isn't a fertility clinic. Oh my god. My creatures of the night and welcome to another episode of dub talk the podcast where a group of devils get together and discuss the latest and greatest in english dubbed anime you are in for a treat right now because tonight it's ladies night it's Woo ladies night get your box wine out no i'm terrible yes, at that song you did it. is that the song <laughs> that's your song that usually. is the song that is the song. Sweet. So take your bras off. <laughs> get out your box wine. I am not, well, I'm not wearing a bra, so it's all good. Whoa! Well, Jesus Christ. Oh, Somebody maybe. decided to secret slut early. That's great. <laughs> and, well, shit. And get ready to... <laughs> Get ready to talk about the very first dub cast trademark title from Sentai Filmworks and High Dive, Devil's Line, the spring 2018 anime where people sometimes aren't quite what they seem, especially if they have really bad bags under their eyes. I'm, jo I'm joined tonight as usual by Stephanie, Megan, and Zenith. And how about for funsies, you tell the audience your blood type. Maybe they can decide if you're compatible with them or something. I don't fucking know what my blood type is. Yeah. You really, I, I, you really don't know what your blood type is. My blood type is go fuck yourself. <laughs> 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 that's a bit too personal. Megan's like, fuck off, man. Megan also has a boyfriend, so it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> like, this is true. My this blood is true. type is sugar and booze. <laughs> My blood type is none of your goddamn business. My blood type is actually O. <laughs> she actually knows. Oh shit. The big O. Did you get your blood did you get your blood tested on the off chance that you will meet a anime vampire? <laughs> Maybe. 
<laughs> well, shit. G has priorities, don't, everyone. Don't judge me. Don't judge me because I know my blood type <laughs> and my kink type. Don't. There's no judgment here today. It's ladies' night. No, no. I mean, if you legit know your blood type, it means you actually go to the fucking doctor and get yourself tested for your blood work and shit. Unlike the rest of us stupid hermit heathens. Well, I... It's too expensive. That's also I true. I do get blood work done, but I just... I don't care enough. Like, I, I, I get blood work done, like, every three months, but that's that's another thing. That's another story so, entirely. Oh, blood work. Yeah. Well, I could make a really bad pun here. But instead, I am just going to talk about the show some more. As always, we are going to be going over the main staff and cast, along with our predictions for the first three and a half episodes. I call uh, it Sentai's four. I call it four, Four. Honestly. I got to like a half of four. I watched up to episode four because there's one character we didn't get in the first three and we needed to have this character. <laughs> yes. Exactly, because he's hot. <laughs> I've watched the entire dub. Yeah, Megan is, is a good girl. Megan is a good girl and overachiever. <laughs> she watched... Megan it's not a- like I had, like, four different shows to watch in the span of three weeks. <laughs> it's all right. There's too much anime and very little time for anyone. Yes, Welcome trust. Welcome and, this- <laughs> and speaking of seasonals, this is Sentai's very first seasonal dub cast. This is their answer to Funimation's simul dub. There's a two-week delay between the Japanese language broadcast and the English language broadcast exclusively on High Dive, Sentai's streaming platform. If you haven't seen Devil's Line yet, well, here's a little late-night summary for you. Sukasa is an ordinary girl going to college in a world that's not quite like today's. A very small portion of the people living, or dead, are actually devils, aka vampires, now, before you start getting the Diabolic Lovers vibes like I did, these vampires are not like the ones in the shoujo trash God, we know and no. love. <laughs> hey, have you ever wondered what the Chiropterans would blood look like if they were fuckable? Congratulations. You are not wrong. That is so accurate. Oh, shit. Oh, God. When, when they're, the they're basically like if you take a racer head and make him a vampire. <sighs> Maybe. No. I mean, that's what I think he was in, like, all the My Hero fan art. He was either that or a mummy or some shit in their official, like, Halloween. (laughs) That that seems accurate. Why do I want to say it was Kaminari who was the vampire and he was the mummy? I just... I don't know, but Deku should be a zombie because he keeps escaping death. Part of me has to go look this up for no fucking reason out of my own curiosity. I think Todoroki was the vampire. I'm that would make sense because Todoroki's an emo git. That actually would make sense if it was Todoroki. I'm pretty sure it was him. But uh, speaking of emo vampires, when the devils transform, they turn into uh, Buffy the Vampire type Slayer, Buffy the Vampire Slayer type vampires, instead of the sexy Twilight sparkling ones. Yeah, they're not so cute. Granted, uh, the show is basically what if Twilight fucked Tokyo Ghoul and had a baby. It's true. The, the best, the, the I best. I uh, know that this was my kink, but it is. The, the, <laughs> the best summary I've heard of the show is basically Tokyo Ghoul, uh, the poor man's Tokyo Ghoul, mixed with like Twilight and a bunch of other shit. So, so oh, to be fair, the poor man's Tokyo Ghoul is just the Tokyo Ghoul anime. So to answer- yeah, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> so to answer the question about the My Hero thing, so, um. So Eraserhead was dressed up as a mummy for that special. 
special thing. And Todoroki was the vampire. Uh, Kamen- what was Kaminari? Kaminari? Uh, some kind of devil demon thing. Oh, that makes sense, because he's my favorite, and I am Satan. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Deku as a ghost, Bakugo as a werewolf, Ochako as a witch, uh, Ida was Frankenstein, and then... Oh, okay. I was like, what the fuck is All Might? All Might is, um, I guess, a very dapper-looking skeleton. <laughs> I'm surprised Bakugo's Halloween costume wasn't a trash can. You oh, <laughs> shots fired. We're not starting this again right now. I'm gonna fucking kill you. It never ended. No, it never ba ended Bakugo is the best. I just caught up in my hero today. Shut your whore mouth. I can show you the world. Shining, splimmering, splendid. Tell me, Bakugo, when did you just let your heart decide? Every single day. Okay, okay, okay. We've been asking reference to like ten minutes. by over sideways and under on this magical Ida and Deku ride. Shut up, Hiroshima. I'm gonna roast you, dude. The teachers can't tell me no. Let me freaking go. Shut up, useless Deku. I'm dying right now. <laughs> Take My over God. from here, Gigi. A whole new world. Stop it! You I haven't seen season three of MHA. You need let's to talk about Devil's I Line. Where two, where there's a lot of fucking lines <laughs> that make no goddamn sense. Anzai <laughs> is half human, half vampire, and he saves. Grown in a test tube. And he saves Tsukasa <laughs> from ending up in a body bag when her best friend transforms right before her eyes. Oh and after that, is it love? Is it lust? It's definitely forbidden. Or is it Stockholm syndrome? <laughs> Yay, my favorite. It's definitely forbidden since humans and devils can't even have sex without a doctor Without present. the cops watching. <laughs> and devils and humans alike keep getting attacked. Can Anzai and his fun police squad protect their kind and the humans who love them? Can he keep from crossing the line with Tsukasa? The oh, devil's line. Can he bone line. without handcuffs? Can he cross the devil's line? God damn it. I just said. <laughs> By the way, this is not the fun police. David Wall is not in here, and I'm very disappointed. <laughs> Look Let's on the bright side, at about. least we're talking about the good Sentai dub cast. At least we're not talking about Dereku. Oh my god. <laughs> I have a feeling that I would probably like that show. Here's the funny I thing. I'm watching both of these shows. Right shows are the show itself is absolute garbage. But John Swayze, I fucking salute you, sir, for directing this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is tolerable I mean, it because be of you. It could be worse. We could have all been asked to watch Parallel Death March to the Bra whatever the fuck that light novel title is that I flicked off. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> you, you're oh, like, thank fuck God. Thank God Slave we're not lollies. going there. Anyway, and instead we get the trash vampire show because what's a Gigi show if it's not a trash vampire show? <laughs> Speaking of, John Swayze is directing the other Sentai dubcast. Uh, let's talk about in the director and writer. For this literal monstrosity, uh, did we have any predictions? Yes. No. N no. 
Okay, so me and Steph then. <laughs> I never do predictions. I apologize, but I'm you bad. You give up at this point. I, I, you, I, just, I, you just give up. <laughs> I, I don't know people's names. There's only like two directors at Sentai, so you really had a 50 50 well, shot. No. Two direct well, there's, there's three. Really like well, technically, there's, there's three. You have a 50 50 shot and Google. <laughs> technically, <laughs> technically, there's four, except one of them is kind of out of commission for the time being. But. Yeah, so so three. So my, my choice was Kyle Colby Jones, because this was the side of the coin that I was flipping. I also picked him for my writer because he likes to do that shit too. And now that Caitlin Barr has moved to Dallas, who else is going to write stuff at Sentai? Oh, so she officially moved to Dallas. Oh, yeah. She's in Dallas now. Did not know this. Okay. Makes sense. Um, I had two picks for each. Uh, I did not pick Kyle Kobe Jones' director because... This wasn't the kind of material I thought he would direct, but I'm stupid and I forgot Amnesia is a thing that existed. But this was after the fact that I made these predictions. Anyway, my two picks, I was, my picks for these, I was trying to see if I could possibly find people on the Dallas side who's done simuldoves to see if they can bring, bring some of their know-how over to, to this to Houston. Um, although he had this, uh, although this is not the case for one of these director picks. I picked Shannon Reed as one. And then yep. uh, for my other director pick, I actually picked Emily Neves because <laughs> she did direct a simul dub last season and it was that Death March anime that Megan loves oh so much. Um, and by love, <laughs> I mean I could. T I wish I could take every volume in Fahrenheit 451 him. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. And then my writer predictions, I picked two people who have done writing for Simul Doves on the Dallas side. And again, trying to bridge that over to Houston because this is the first out. This is one of the first outings this season for uh, Sentai. I had Monica Rial and I also had Emily Neves as my writer picks. Well, Steph, you, you had a good try. I know I had a good fucking try. Again, I thought Dallas people was were going to come existed. over here. Well, uh, but. I mean, considering that Emily and Monica has cr have crossed into the Houston on several occasions, this is I figured true. that would be the smart choice. But I forgot. Amnesia was a thing that existed. Everyone wishes smart... we could. That would be called real amnesia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's but four who's... hours of my life I will never have back. <laughs> anyway. But, uh... Your, your guess was slightly futile because the real winner was me. So Kyle Kobe Jones is actually our director and our writer. No we do surprise. Have, I know. <laughs> we do have a second writer. Um, her name is Marta Bechtel. And, she, uh, I'm assuming she's new. No, she's not, actually. Really? Um, I, I, wonder, I wonder if she passes the Bechtel test. God damn it. What does that mean? <laughs> two women sitting in a room talking about anything that isn't men. How is that possible? <laughs> it's not with us, for sure, because we know. have Gigi. <laughs> Sorry, fam. Alright, so other anime that Kyle Colby Jones has pulled double duty as director and writer for, um, Akami Got Kill, Food Wars, and our favorite, Haikyuu. Mar Marta has also written on uh, the Beyond the Boundary movies, which I haven't mm. seen. 
okay. Food Wars, which she again worked with Kyle Colby Jones, and Snack Cocoon is always listless. Oh, okay. So she has been around. Okay, so she has been around. That's just a name I don't hear often, if at all. Okay. Yeah, I've actually I never heard of it until I looked her up. Uh, so what do we think about the uh, direction and the writing of their very first dub cast? For all intents and purposes, I think it's actually rather solid, to be completely honest. Because um, I have to bring my notes closer. Uh, it, it, for all intents and purposes, because this is the first dub cast and they're in new, very new, very different territory um, on the Sentai side, they may not have, especially Kyle Kobachans, they may not have an extreme amount of knowledge as to how, as to the kind of process or the time constraints or scheduling that comes with this. Um, thankfully, actually, some of the cast in the show understands, uh, especially the two leads in this, but uh, it's very solid, but I'm going to say it's very, directing-wise, it's very solid for the main cast, because the secondary cast... And the background characters, unfortunately, can be a little obnoxious at times. I don't know if anybody else feels the same way. Like, it's small little things that I pick up on while listening to these background characters, and it kind of just grates on my ears a tiny bit. I'm not sure if this is because this is because there's some inexperienced people in the background, or if it was direction, or how the characters are written, or how what the story is. It just unfortunately it was a little detail that I picked up on, and it, I found really obnoxious at times. Um, the script, and this is probably the main reason why it's very solid too. It's pretty faithful to the original Japanese, which in the case of this show, y you kind of need that. Especially because it's a dramatic series and because it's among one of the first dub casts, it's kind of, I think it's a good choice to keep it as faithful to the original as humanly possible. Um, compared to, compared to Doriku, which I'm also watching that dub cast as well, where that one kind of does deviate a bit more from, from, from the kind of deviates a bit. But to be fair, I have not watched the Japanese. It just sounds to me that it deviates a little bit. It's a bit more looser adaptation. Um, but for a faithful adaptation, a faithful script, I think it actually is necessary and it works a lot better in Devil's Line. So overall, like I like the main cast a lot. I like the script. It's just the small, the small detail of the background characters that comes off as grating sometimes me that's the only drawback i have in general i guess i'll pick up from there um i haven't watched this at all in the japanese uh this is not a show i would enjoy half as much as if i watched the subtitled version of it um so my thing is that i think the script actually sounds rather loose for a drama show really okay um interesting i i hate to spoil like phrasing and wording because obviously you guys have only watched like the first four four or so episodes um mm -hmm. there are a lot of very liberal sexual sexuality terms thrown around <laughs> okay I've, I've heard some of that in the first four episodes okay like like i'm not gonna lie like there are some scenes that should not be funny as hell that are hysterical to me um well then <laughs> i know what you're talking about i i i hate to spoil this but i had to give this to andrew because i was losing my actual mind when i read this for the first when i heard this out of a character's mouth um 
I, I'd like to call Devil's Line uh, the spirit... I, I hate using that term, spirit animal. Um, the Patronus for anybody who is actually horny on main. Um, this is this is a line from Devil's Line. It might be a little bit out because I was writing it from memory, but... About the same thing. You know the bloodlust and sexual lust are physical, logical. So instead of just trying to avoid it, you should try a more natural outlet. Have you tried masturbation? <laughs> yep. <laughs> as well as, hey, you're the guy who told me I could get over my bloodlust by jacking it. Um. Yep. The her the term hanky panky was at one point used. Yep. <laughs> wow. Um, and daddy o. Daddy o was mine. Daddy, you're not my real daddy. Oh. So the one thing I can say though is at least Marta and Kyle Colby Jones are having fun with this. Um, this is a show that, look, I enjoy it, but I, I'm also gonna say this show is really fucking dumb. Um, the show itself is really fucking dumb. dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. Like the plot structure, kind of dumb. Some of the background characters are kind of one note. Like if your names are not Sukasa, Anzai, and Lee. You have the character development of a kiddie pool. Um, <laughs> but I'm enjoying myself and the dub is very much helping. Um, I will also agree with Steph that a lot of some of the background characters, hell, even some of the secondary cast. Yeah, some of the secondary cast, yeah. Does come off as very jarring compared to <laughs> mm -hmm. the, especially the two leads performances, which are very much natural and very much like, very like, they're really, really good, and it just kind of feels like sometimes some of the background and secondary characters are very much like they're a little too over the top. They're a little bit flat. They're a, like there's just a lot of like nitpicky things in the background. Um, I wouldn't say this is a bad start for Sentai dub casting, uh, and I'll get more of that. Uh, I'll ex expand on what I'm about to say more in final thoughts. I just wish they hadn't gone for two uh, TV MA shows. Like, yeah, it, this is my thing. They, if they would have picked, thing. they needed to pick like two distinct different genres of shows. Yeah. I'm happy that Devil's Line is one because I do think Devil's Line is a better show than Doreku. And it lends itself more to the strengths of somebody like Kyle Kobe Jones and yes. Marta. Um, it lends itself better to Sentai's wheelhouse, I believe. Which mm -hmm. this Sentai to me kind of falls into dubbing two types of shows. Really, really dumb TVMA stuff that's edgelordy. Or they're really good at doing really, like, good comedy, lighter yeah. shows. Like yeah. Tanaka-kun, like, um, Amaki Brilliant Park, like, um, Nozaki-kun. Like, like, speaking of Nozaki-kun, you know what show yeah, I, I was going to say, know what shows they should have been, been doing? They should have been doing Tada. Tada Doesn't Fall in Love. Tada-kun Never Falls in Love. That would have been a perfect yeah, that would have been Yeah, that would have been really good. And that would have been a really good person to stick, like, Shannon Reed on or put yeah. John Swayze or, like, uh, honestly, I actually don't think anybody should, besides Kyle Kobe Jones should have done the show, but... I really like the show. I get that it's dumb, and I completely understand uh, the criticisms that you lobby at it. But I'm having a lot of fun with the show. Like, I think directing... No one said we weren't having fun with the show. We just think no, it's kind of dumb. No, we're having too much fun with it. Well, yeah, but I like I understand that it's dumb, but, like, I genuinely love the show. Uh, granted, I, I, I do agree that some of the secondary cast can be a little bit one note. And sometimes things happen that is a little bit dumb. But overall, I thought this was a pretty good show for the f four episodes that I've seen. 
Um, uh, Directing-wise, I think the dub is great. I mean, I think the main cast really get the brunt of the talent, um, and we'll get to that. But uh, I didn't have a problem with the writing. I think I thought it sounded natural. Then again, uh, it's a vampire show. I'm not really going to care as much about the dialogue when there's a bunch of naked vampires on screen. So, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> kind of comes with the territory it's like if you backtrack to a lot of vampire anime shows it's a similar fucking track record here yeah like so i don't blame you i mean i i would agree that to I, I think tokyo ghoul is a better show overall and has better characters well, no, shit. <laughs> no shit but if you're looking for a fun time like yeah aside from maybe the first 10 minutes of the first episode like that was just kind of like okay what's going on uh, but yeah, overall, I really enjoyed the show uh, from what I've seen, and I think a lot of it is a testament to the writing and the dub. If it was just kind of strictly like adhering to the Japanese note for note and not having as much fun with it, I, I think I would have a bit more of a problem. So this show really does adhere to the Japanese script. I know because I accidentally watched the Japanese version like three times. At least in the first episode, because ah, my my high dive app wasn't working right. Um, it is thanks Apple. Yeah, right. Thanks Apple. It is uh, pretty much the at least the first episode, word for word, subtitle translations. Yes, I can I can attest to this. Too. Um, and I don't know if this is because this is their first dub cast or not. Um, but in the first three episodes I really miss the little creative touches that could have gone into the writing there not saying that there's not some funny stuff that comes up later that may or may not you know is supposed to be funny because there is and I think once Lee comes in I think a lot of oh God. I think everything sort of improves from there um, but eh, I'm not a huge fan of the writing in the first three episodes but I will blame it on them getting their feet wet um, also, kudos to choosing both new and seasoned actors, um, but maybe mm -hmm. for the next one, more time could be put into this casting, possibly to have a bigger actor pool, or maybe the new ones could have been trained a little more, or they could have made better choices for... Well, remember, too, that like when they're putting they're putting together a dub cast or a simul dub, they are under different time constraints, and when you're right. an actor in one of these shows, like... You're basically not allowed a wife for the next three months. Pretty much. Right. So right. maybe that pool was limited now because it's like there's two companies on opposite sides of the state that in some of these characters cases, like we're I know we're already spoiling other show I'm hosting in regards to characters. Uh, some of these actors are large characters in two different shows that are one of yes. them being far more prominent than Devil's Line will ever yes. Fucking be. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep, you're right. And, uh, you know, I was just, I feel like with everyone else that the secondary characters and the background characters took the fall mostly for this. So mm -hmm. I don't know if something can be done to maybe spruce something up when it goes to video or not, but. Well, maybe at the same time, though, all things considered, when you look at, um, if you look at the Funimation, like, simuldub program, and I think this could also happen with the dubcast program as it keeps going and as it keeps expanding. Because um, one of the things that kind of came out of the program- Oh my god, my program... hoe is fucking back in KH3. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
I'm sorry. Um, I love Larkseen from Kingdom Hearts. She's my fucking hoe. <laughs> oh my God. Lark- Larkseen is like waifu right there. Hashtag Larkseen is a hoe. Kingdom Hearts speak going over my head. Anyway, no, like I feel like with more that. time, because one of the big benefits that Funimation had with the Sam with the program is their talent pool expanded. There was a lot of new voice talent coming in on the Dallas side. I feel like with time and with expanding the dubcast program, Sentai will see a similar effect in Houston. But we just, they obviously just got to start somewhere. You know what I mean? Right. And I, so I just, I feel like it'll happen. I just hope that they will continue to do this program after these two shows are over with because like you guys also said i do think they would have benefited more by having one show not be tvma right i think that would have been a good benefit for their program but Mm -hmm. all right so on the fence sort of okay i don't know that's how we're gonna play devil's line today um, next up, we're going to talk about three characters who sh- had their moments in individual episodes. One of them may have gotten further, and I believe she does, but I'm not quite sure because I haven't watched that far. So we are going to talk about Shota Akimura, who is uh, Sukasa's not-so-boyfriend in episode one. We're going to talk oh, about... Fuck. Oh, God. We're really talking about him. <laughs> yes, because yes, in Japanese, are. he's played by Sho from Udapri. <laughs> Why am I not surprised she picked him because of that? Also, the OP is sung by I. Well, at least by one anyway. good thing from Udapri made it over to this show. And Mamoru oh. Miyano is going to be in it, too. Tokyo. Oh, no, I did get to Mamoru Miyano's character. Oh, did you? Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's just say he's someone's daddy. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, my God. Tokia, the purple daddy, is actually a daddy now? Okay. God bless. GG. What? GG, focus. I'm focusing. We're going to talk about KG Ochi, who is in episode two, who's everyone's favorite college professor, who I'm sure is by Oh, now. God. Fuck that character. And we're going to. Fuck that guy. We're going to talk about Nanako Tenjo, who is everybody's favorite girl with a gun. <laughs> that's the best way to explain Sniper. it basically <laughs> so i didn't have any predictions for these three except no way i lied i did i am a liar i, have I did a have predictions for akimura actually um yeah i had one for akimura i was really kind of hoping that it was going to be bryson bogus girl me too <laughs> i have no predictions hell yeah because if Udapri were ever to get dubbed i would want him to play show just throwing that out there, Sentai. Just, you don't I, have to pay me for I that suggestion. Want, I I just kind of wanted him to play something that's a bit more darker, really. Girl, but, you got to watch I Know Kusabi. I mean, be, I mean unfortunately, well, that poor that. kid's stuff in, no. stuck in Darling in the Frank, so. Oh, God. I mean, to, <laughs> to be fair, him and Jeannie Toronto, dear sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> That show. I'm, I, 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 caught, I, I, I caught up on Donnelly the Franks today. Their performances oh, are great, but that show is fucking awful. I've never seen but, it. I never will see it. I don't plan on seeing it. I'll the I'll see it eventually see it when I when I care. The only reason why you should watch it is the dub. That's it. That's it. That's funny. Uh, anyway, it, yes, I also had Bryson as Akimura. Uh, for KG, our little college professor, I wanted to see Dave Matranga be mean. Oh my god, of course you fucking would. (laughs) 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 Todoroki sex noises. Okay. Whoa! No! I mean, I can go grab my copy of Dramatical Murder. It's like five feet away. 
No, Maybe we, <laughs> we don't need that right now. <laughs> Fucking hell. I don't want to be subjected to it again. You can subject them later, not me. I've already seen that, okay? This is what A-Fest is for. Fuck. Subjecting everyone <laughs> to weird sex noises. <laughs> anyway. Did you have a prediction for that guy? Is is this what I signed up for at A-Fest? Uh, I, yeah. mean, I mean, a group of us are going to be watching hentai in one of the rooms, so yes. Yay. What? So, oh, yeah. Did you miss that conversation? Where I was Andrew's not like, invited. What the fuck? I didn't, no, I didn't okay, hear no. about this What happened was either. we were talking one night because a certain voice actor is in one of the hentai dubs that Hardy has. So we all agreed that we were going to get together in a room and watch it so that everybody could hear it. And Andrew goes, so when my parents ask, hey, son, what did you do in Texas? Well, dad, I sat in a room full of my friends and we watched porn together. <laughs> <laughs> That's what friends are for. That's the best of friends right there. I mean, I lent my wow. high dive account to, to Cerulean last night so she could watch a man do something in the stairwell. Uh, ooh. Whoa. Okay. Oh, God bless. Wow. This is what good friendships God, are God for. God bless. That, that is friends. To answer, to answer your question, Gigi, no, I don't have a prediction. I only predicted Akimura. That was okay. it. Okay. You didn't predict the girl with the gun? No. I only I only made predictions off of episode two. One and two, I think. That was it. My my dumb prediction for her was Juliet Simmons because I really wanted her to play her, and then she didn't, and then I was sad. All right, so we won't talk about how sad I am. Instead, we'll talk about the actual people who are playing these characters. So uh, Shota Akimura is played by Scott Searles, who's brand new. Keiji Ochiai is played by Nathan Wilson, who's also brand new. And Nanako Tenjo is played by Kira Vincent Davis, who is definitely not brand new. She no. <laughs> she played Baby Yuma in Diabolic Lovers More Blood. She played Reno Rando in Best Student Council, who's actually the only role I really know her as. Nobody's seen that but me. And she's also played Lucy in Elf and Lead, who I've never seen oh, Elf boy. and Lead. Oh, God. I forgot she did that. So, shit. yeah. Shit. that. Holy shit. I've never seen that, and I probably don't plan on seeing it. I have. Oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. That, no, no. Here's the sad thing. Elfin Lee was, when I was in college, it was one of the first anime that I watched when I was rediscovering anime at that period of time. Terrible decision on my part. Though I also watched Black Cat, and that was the best decision on my part. Oh, um, I may as well go, because I actually don't have notes on these characters and I can unfortunately I barely remember them because I watched the four episodes almost a month ago now which very very bad um I think if I can remember uh Nason is a sleazeball very much a sleazeball harassing uh Taida very much harassing her oh dear okay uh this is the raper yeah yes so so Okay, I'm slowly formulating things in my brain. I'm remembering stuff now. In episode two, where he does, like, physically and sexually assault her, such a slimy, skeevy performance. I was like, oh, shit. And then Tyra, when we get to her, but this is gonna be more of a comment for her, it was very believable to me. And I just was like, oh, no. And then, and then Anzai, oh god, did you want to murder that son of a bitch? <laughs> but Nathan was very, very slimy and sleazy, and I could fully believe that he really was going to attack her. 
and physically assault her. Um, uh, Kira Vincent Davis, I don't remember that much about, unfortunately. Um, though her story in itself is actually kind of interesting because she, for I think, if I'm wrong, there's a group of people who are killing devils. Um, yes. Yeah, that's apparently going to be, I guess, from my understanding, the major storyline or some shit. And um, she is hunting down these devils because she specifically, uh, because her mom was killed, raped, and killed. Excuse me, by a devil. So. There's that, but I don't remember much about Kira Vincent Davis' performance, probably because there wasn't much there as of now. And then Scott as Akimura. Uh, his... I'm not sure. His is... I don't want to call it an oddball performance, but that's the first word that's coming to mind. I think because... He hasn't done a single damn thing, Gigi, right? Or nope. were you just saying... No, he literally he hasn't done has anything. done nothing. Okay. So he's very, very new. Okay. I think that's what it... It sounded like he was new to me. Like, it's... I don't want to be insulting or mean about it, but I could tell that he's never done this kind of performance before. I feel like in in time, I, I do want to see him in more things. I want to hear him in more things. And that's obviously going to take time. But I don't know if this role was the best way to start for him. I'm not sure. I mean, it, it, was, it was fine. It was fine. But he was also, unfortunately, one of the secondary characters that was kind of grating at points to me. And... I just want to see, I see the potential, I see that he can do things, I just want to see with time what he can do, basically. Um, him and Nathan both, honestly, but but Scott here, yeah, I want to see that within time him do more things, and I think he can do a lot of things. I see the potential, this is just not the role to kind of set that high bar, you know what I mean? I feel you. I'm done. I feel you. I'm done. Megan yeah, May. I, uh, yeah, I'll pick up from here. Um, so let me go through all of these. Uh, so sorry if this squirrel back up to where we were. Um, so Ochai Nathan uh, Nathan Wilson did a really good job. I will say when he wasn't being a sleazeball, I would put him in the same category as some of the background characters that have uh, or secondary cast that I have some issues with. Okay, yeah, I can do that, too. I can say that, too, actually. Um, so, when he's not, you know, attempting to rape Sukasa, it's not Sukasa, it's Skasa. Um, Pronunciations, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Skasa. That's where that's where I felt the performance went, went well, and I think that if you're going to get some more shows with scummy villains and stuff, let him uh, start working through that before you move him on, if mm -hmm. he's a newer actor. Uh, Kira Vincent Davis as uh, Nanako. I've I've watched more of the show, so I've interacted with Nanako a lot more. Um, she's she plays Nanako's bitchiness very well, but she also gets a really good sense of Nanako's uh, morality because Nanako is not like the rest of the people who start causing shit in the show. Uh, she actually has a moral code. <laughs> and that really that really does come out in Kira's performances. So I'm not disappointed there. 
I will say sometimes that I think it's just because of the character just not being utilized very well yeah. in the structure. And uh, when Devil's Line doesn't know if it wants to be horny on main or make a side account, <laughs> she kind of gets stuck. The, the character kind of gets stuck in that weird gap between where I don't think they've really figured out what to actually do with her in these 12 episodes. Like, So I think that sometimes comes through in the writing and... Uh, that is something I do want to bring up. I think Caitlin Glass was on Twitter talking to Chris Neosi yesterday about how sometimes uh, people who criticize dubs confuse a bad dub being bad because of the acting and a bad dub being bad because the show isn't very good. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, my thing is this. like, I just don't know what the show actually wants to do with her character other than what they've set her up for and... I don't think they're going to get enough time to finish that character's art, which kind of sucks because I actually really want to see where they take her and her character arc. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, dear sweet baby Jesus, Akimura. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, I think you have the same opinion as me, I think. It was not good. No, it wasn't good. It it was not very good. And I, I hate to be like, I don't want to come off as rude. Maybe don't give this actor at this point in time a character like this where he does show, even if he's an episodic thing, because he stood out really badly in that episode to me. Like, mm-hmm. it was very, I hate to be mean, He it was kind of Tommy Wiseau to me. It's like, oh, hi, Skasa, how's your sex life? <laughs> and I don't think that this is a, a, a bad wow. thing. For him as a person, like, Scott is obviously a talent, talented enough to get into the show. He, right. This may have just been a bad place to put him in, because Akimura doesn't really do much. He shows up for an episode, kind of introduces Skasa to this, like, whole secret world of, oh yeah, by the way, your friends are murdering rapist because <laughs> he has a thing for you. Now he's in jail. Bye. Now he's in jail. <laughs> That's kind of how it That's went, all actually. that happens with him. So, like... He never comes it, back. Yeah, he never comes back. Ah, damn like, it. He has well, not come surprise, back. surprise, surprise. Like, surprise, he hasn't surprise. come back. Like, sorry to spoil that. He has not come back. So, the show... Like I like the point before with... Uh, is the performance bad because the actor's bad or the performance because the dub is bad... Or the show is bad? In his case, I think the show kind of screwed him over. He didn't get a lot of chances to... Mm-hmm. expand on the base that he was sitting down in just one episode so I would be okay with Mister with Scott Seamus showing up in other shows and working his way up because every actor has to start somewhere in this industry right I just think that this was not a very good foot forward but I don't know if it's the direction's fault of, if it's a director actor fault or if it's just the fault of the show just not doing anything with this character okay that's fair well, I mean, I guess I'll go next. Um, concerning Shoda, that's his name, right? Yeah. Yes. I keep getting Shoda and Show mixed up because it's Baby Show in the Japanese. It's Baby Show from Udapri in the Japanese, whose Seiyu escapes me at the moment. In the Japanese, it's really good. So that's when we were, when I was set up for this character. I was like, holy shit, it's Show. I was like, oh, this is going to be really good. Let's put Bryson in there because I know Bryson's really good. Yeah, the Japanese, Akimura actually is really good. That's why I thought he was going to come back because I was like, are they really going to stunt cast him? Apparently they did. Um, 
like I said, I've only watched up to episode 8, so if he comes back after episode 8, maybe, but from what I saw in episode 8, it doesn't look like they, they yeah, give a shit about this dude rotten in jail. <laughs> sounds like it. Yeah, it sounds sounds accurate. Um, I really thought Scott's performance was kind of quiet and kind of flat at first. Absolutely nothing like the Japanese, which was I felt full of a lot of heart at first. Um, he has some kind of weird lilt going on with his voice that it really took me out of it. I don't know. Okay. I don't really know how to explain it other than if you listen to it and you kind of hear like a wilting, lilting kind of thing. What the fuck with the purring noise? Oh, that must have been when he was like uh, trying to like growl in her ear. And it came, oh. off, it came off as a purr to me. And then when clearly, clearly murder. he was trying to. I was like, clearly he was trying to be sexy. Like, girl. It didn't Only work. Gigi would take attempted murder as a symbol for a drop the pants and bend. <laughs> would. Wait till I talk about the next guy. Um, Whoa. And when, uh, when he flipped, when his eyes flipped, it, he legitimately sounded like a robot. Mm. It was very robotic when he flipped. It wasn't a good flip. I liked him much better when he was normal because when he turned into that robot i was like are you a robot are you a what are you i don't understand i'm devil um, man devil, <laughs> devil man. man i'm a i'm a robo vampire i'm a robo vampire <laughs> christ <laughs> almighty um so yeah i just i really wasn't feeling this at all like i would hope that in the future he will get more chances to perfect his craft and his acting ability because yes Megan like you said he obviously was good enough to get in the door and get in the show I just don't think that this was the right place for him as for my good buddy Ochi who you know in my brain of brains um, oddly he is super normal for a professor I was like okay whatever he almost felt too young and then when he got to that creepy moaning though yeah girls girls he had a nice flip um, I thought he could have maybe even have been a little louder and a little more forceful that may have had something to do with mixing um, but and maybe it gone up one more level of nasty. I would have been like perfect, but he was a good bad guy. I enjoyed it greatly. Let's just put it like that way. We'll go out into the, whatever. Okay. And Nanako, um, this is what I wanted out of Jill's voice. This was badass, but still super feminine. Can feel the sadness behind the anger. I really okay. loved Kira Vincent Davis's performance as Nanako. So I'm glad she sticks around for a while. Zenith. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much with you uh, on most of these points. Uh, Ochi, I really didn't, like, I didn't even pay him any mind in the first episode, so, like, when he actually had, like, a big scene later on in the show, I was like, oh, like, he is much better when he's acting this sleazeball type character, but when he's normal, yeah, he, he passes by your notice. Basically average average secondary cast i didn't really care for that but i did like the performance during the uh assault scene because he was very skeevy and uh it really worked for uh the voice actor um as for uh scott uh yeah i'm kind of with you on this one i this is like the first 10 minutes or so like the the portion of the episode that he was in um was where i started to, to think the show is going to be bad because like 
his performance really didn't sell it all that well, and he's supposed to be all emotional, okay. and so um, he he's supposed to be really invested and have, like, the secret crush, and it's obvious, but, like, there's just not enough emotion in his voice, and the flip was bad, so, like, it just... I, I don't think it was a bad performance, I just don't think it was enough. And granted, he did not have enough time for his character, but that, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, as for the other, she was badass. Like, completely badass. I really liked Kira in the role. Granted, I've only seen her in one episode, I believe, episode four, but, like, she did a great job. Pew, pew. Pew. <laughs> with, my, with my laser gun, pew, pew. Oh my god, that part when she shoots him in the shoulder literally makes me scream out loud every time because I forget nice. that it happens and then I'm like, ah! I was like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's talk about some of the not-so-fun police in uh, Little little Anzai's detective squad or whatever the hell it is. Uh, so we have Sawazaki, who is, like, the big boss of their little group. And then we have Yanagi, who is the doctor who has to keep Anzai in check. I did not have any predictions drugs, for Drugs, kids. Get your drugs here, Anzai. <laughs> drugs here. I, I had predictions for both of them, actually. All right, go for it. Okay, so with... Who would I have here? So with Sawazaki, I was trying to think of people who were authoritative but also not that gruff so the two that i picked for this uh jay hickman and loraldo anzaldua especially loraldo anzaldua because he has played a detective before uh if we're talking hamatora uh yanagi yanagi's an interesting one because yanagi's not only a doctor he <laughs> we learned that i guess he's like a former yakuza or something what Something like that. Like, he's a mob boss's son or some shit. I must like, we have find, that. We find this out, like, his first appearance, actually. So, one of the people I decided to throw into there, because I figured Yanagi would have more of a gruffer voice, uh, and also because it's another fucking doctor, <laughs> I picked David Wald uh, as one of my the choices. Reference. Hey, and there's vampires <laughs> in this fucking show. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but my other choice, I decided to pick Orlanders Jones because I wanted to see him in more things and I wanted him to take on a different kind of role uh, compared to what he had with Asahi from Haikyuu. Uh, but that, yeah, that's who I had for these two characters. Well, we didn't get that. Sorry to burst your bubble. It's all ah. right. I'm okay. All right. For Yanagi, he is played by John Ramirez, who again is brand new. For Sawazaki, we have Justin Doran, who played Daichi in Haikyuu, Fukase, and haven't you heard I'm Sakamoto, and a shit ton of people in some anime called Guin Saga that Guin I've never heard saga, of. The greatest <laughs> dub ever made. <laughs> Fuck. What is, what is that? Oh, good. just Didn't you they just need to it? On, go on YouTube and just put in Guin Saga, Guin Saga, the greatest dub ever made. All right, I will do that after we record this episode oh lord so uh i guess i'll start with these guys because i didn't have a lot to say about them i really was like okay whatever um so sawazaki the boss um he's more of a regular dude than a boss more normal sounding than i thought it was gonna be however i liked it like it didn't really sound like i didn't get the authority with his voice that he was the boss of all of them i was just like okay yeah. it's just like a cop 
or something, but like not like a cop that I would actually be scared of. Not in the fun police category here. Um, Yanagi, oh, I feel bad about this one. Uh-oh. Very, 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 very flat. Very informative, but he doesn't have to be that flat. All I got from him was flat, and I feel really bad about it. I also, at one point, thought that he was sort of doing an off J. Michael Tatum impression. Because this looks like a character that Tatum would play. Oh, God, it would be a Tatum character. <laughs> he would. But I just, I I really could not get into Dr. Dr. Yanagi. I Interesting. Just, I couldn't. I felt very flat here, and I'm sorry. But you're also new, and again, like Scott, you're learning. So I'm really hoping that, you know, as you continue with the show, when you do reboots or whatever, and maybe in your next role, that it'll be a little less flat, even though it's Captain Exposition. Because Captain Exposition doesn't have to be flat. I kind of want to jump in on here at this point, then. Yeah. Um, so... For my first time hearing him, I thought John was also okay, and I am in agreement. He kind of just needs to grow into his own a bit more as an, as an actor, especially in voice acting in this kind of role. But f- for him as Yanagi, I thought it was it was okay. It was definitely it's not a ter- it's not a bad start. I'll put it that way. Um, just may not be the best place to start out as well. Same with Scott. Um, as for Justin, I find it interesting that you said that he doesn't ha- have like sound like he has that authority in his voice. Because I heard the opposite. I thought Justin was actually rather authoritative, in a sense. <laughs> More of like a subtle authority, in a sense, though. Because um, it seems like he, he has that authority, and he does have that power, and he does keep his subordinates in line to the best of his ability. That little asterisk I have to add right there. Because... Uh, <laughs> Because these two idiots. Um, But this is certainly different for Justin. Because, again, the last time I heard him was Daichi uh, in Haikyuu. And this is more of a dramatic role compared to the comedic one. But I can see hints of when Daichi was serious and was about to, like... When he was Dadchi. When he was Dadchi and wanted to punch a motherfucker for being stupid. I can see that cross into Sawazaki here, and it's not a bad. It's I think it's a really good transition, honestly. Um, I just found it weird that you that Gigi was saying it doesn't sound like he has authority. I just think he, he has. He sounds like he does have authority. It's just a bit more subtle. Yeah, I think I was expecting a little more like gruffness and a little more like I'm a super badass mafia devil boss, and I I just got you know not that, but it was still. I mean, I didn't hate it. Mm. No, I just think it's a different kind of authority, authoritative kind of tone to him, which which for Sawazaki, I think he kind of needs because he does have sympathy uh, towards Anzai and Jill, uh, despite being their boss and despite knowing that they're devils. I think he does have sympathy and empathy towards them, which I think is exactly what Sawazaki as a character needs in this case. Um, I, I think both of them are just okay. I mean, like, they, they are good characters, and I think they're okay voiced, but they don't really, they, they didn't really stand out to me that much. Like, uh, the Doctor, um, he had a couple good scenes, and I, I, I think the voice acting was just kind of okay. Like, for the most part, he didn't do anything 
to make himself stand out, but there was nothing mm -hmm. that was too bad, so I can't really criticize too, too much. It's just like, it was it was a there performance. Um, as for the boss, I, I mean, it was kind of the same. Like, I do agree he has a little bit of authority, but I think he needs more. Like, he did... It, when, okay. when, when Anzai stands out more as a gruff, like, hard-ass, like, badass, uh, that, that's, that's a problem, in my opinion. I actually have the opposite problem. I don't have... Well, actually, I have the opposite opinion on um, uh, Sawazaki in that uh, if he stands out more than Anzai, then that defeats the purpose of Anzai being the main character. True, yeah. true. Anzai is a main character. Anzai's voice should be one of the the more prominent things in the show. Mm -hmm. in, in by prominent, I mean prominent in a good way, not prominent in a bad way. Mm -hmm. um, right. That being said, I will agree a little bit on Yanagi. I think that there are times where Yanagi just, just stands out in the way that I don't want him to. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's just because that character literally does nothing but exposition dump. And mm -hmm. he exposition dumps a lot. Um, and then there's another doctor character that comes along who is an older man and has a funny <laughs> little old, like, has kind of the little old man voice that's a little bit also hippie-ish. Yep. But it, and, and the thing is that he sounds really natural in every scene he's in. Okay. And to me, Yanagi sounds a little bit unnatural. Like, sometimes it, it's... I keep on calling it the Junie Tyson problem. Um, where it feels like there's somebody sitting on a stage with a spotlight reading and monologuing. Where that doesn't always work really well in anime when you're not supposed to be. When you're interacting in another scene, talking to another human being. Okay, I, I can kind of hear it now. I'm, I'm remembering this. So... I, I, now that you say that, I would not be surprised that John Ramirez has previous probably been in a stage theater. actor. Yeah, I would not be surprised. I'm not. Actually. I'm not saying it's a bad performance. Like it's an no. awful god performance. I think it's kind of okay. Uh, I actually really like Sawaz Justin Dorian as Sawazaki. I actually did not know that was Daichi from Haikyuu, and I really like that <laughs> performance. Um, I like it here, and I like the fact that he does sound like an everyday person, because mm -hmm. that's what Sawazaki is. He's just a normal guy on a team full of devils and right. a doctor that's from and a doctor for some place called Onlo, which is pretty shady at this point. Um, who's like has to put up with Jill's horny ass stupid shit and Anzai being <laughs> reckless. <laughs> Jill. Oh, Jill. And Anzai being kind of reckless. So the fact that he's not like super authoritarian, I feel like if you push it, if you made Justin Dorian plays Sawazaki too over the top, you'd lose the point of why Sawazaki is there as a character, right. in my opinion. So I think the performance actually works really well, and it's probably and it, it's good that it's actually kind of understated, mm -hmm. as opposed to a lot of the other people around, especially Anzai, Skasa, and uh, probably probably Hans. Probably, Hansley. <laughs> Like, I mean, all, all things considered, it's like, the best way to describe it, 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 and this is for dubbing in general, and the best person who actually said this um, while we were at AB was actually Christopher Bevins. It's like a puzzle. He, you're trying to cast this and put the pieces where they should and make it flow. And yeah. personally, I think Justin is perfectly fine here. Like, if you compare him to how he plays off of Anzai, to how it he works, plays off of Jill, it works. Because also be... It's funny that he's also Daichi. 
uh, Salazaki <laughs> kind of comes off like their dad. Yeah, it's, it's true. And it works. It's true. Because Salazaki, and here's the thing about, like, Salazaki. Salazaki needs to also come off a little bit more understated if he's going to pull some shit later on in the show as a big oh, twist. You don't want to, if they, I'm saying, I'm not saying if the show does, but if the show wants to go through and use Sawazaki as a twist or something, having the character and the voice be a little more low-key than your other mm. players that are also be, I think he's like one of the few humans that is just a normal fucking human Yep. in the show that's around. I feel like if you, if you force him to play play up any certain aspect you're losing the point of that character yeah but I, I'd also be I just also really like it <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> well said well said and speaking of things that I know you're gonna like I like half of this group yeah like I, I like both of them what are you fucking talking about I don't Con- like Jill I don't like Jill oh Con- boy we, we, we got Jill. Jill is, uh, you know... She's, horny. Yeah, she's basically me, I guess. Jill is horny on Maine. But I'm not horny on Maine. No, but Jill is. I know. I like Jill. Jill is part of the non-fun police detective squad. And we also have Hans Lee, who is like this crazy white-haired... Hippie. Yep. Who is yep. wonderful. Hansley is wonderful. Even if I've only heard him speak for about 90 seconds, he's a wonderful, wonderful character. Um, <laughs> I had predictions for uh, Hansley. Pre- that was it. I had, I had predictions for Jill and Hans. Well, it's at this point in the show where I might as well just admit that I really just wanted Blake Shepard to be in this anime. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? So when I found out that Blake Shepard wasn't the character that I really wanted Blake Shepard to be, I was like, well, we'll put him here, but it's probably going to be Scott Gibbs. Here's the, yeah, because here's the thing. I think when they initially announced the cast, Hans was not part of the original announcement. Right. So obviously we only got to find out later once Hans comes in. So. Right. So Blake Shepard, but probably Scott Gibbs. That was my guess. Okay. So I actually want to start with Jill. With Jill, she she's a she's a woman. She's not a child. So I I was look I was hoping to hear someone with a more mature voice, um, who is also capable of carrying that sexuality with her and putting that forward. So I had Joanne Bonasso and I also had Lucy Christian. Uh, as for Hans Lee, the two people I picked for this, I wanted to hear something very, very different uh, for these two individuals. So my second choice is actually Bryson Bogus. And first choice, I also had Scott Gibbs uh, for Hans. You know, I'm so glad we're so in tune with this Gibbs brother. They're not brothers. They're not brothers? They're not. I've asked. I've asked, We'll get to that in a minute. I've, I've asked. But one, one of them, them is really cute in person. Oh, my God. Scott Gibbs is so hot. Sorry. <laughs> you do not know the amount of restraints I had to have at Anime Boston. Was that Boston. the one we met at AB? <laughs> That's the one we met at AB. And he was talking about David Wald the whole time. And I was yes. like. <gasps> 
I was like, fun, oh my god. Fun, fun fact, and Scott Gibbs has admitted this himself. David Wall's the person who got him into uh, into Sentai and into voice acting. Fun fact. Anyway, so oh. if you can't tell, Gigi who is playing Hans. Scott Gibbs and uh, <laughs> our friend uh, Jill is played by Carly Mosier. Carly Mosier, you may also have heard her, or at least I have heard her, as I Sunakawa as... Uh, Suna's sister in my love story as Toko Fukawa in Danganronpa 3 and Kimigiku in Hakuoki which I haven't seen but I think she's like the only girl in Hakuoki besides like one other and then Scott Gibbs ugh. he plays Tobio, Ka- bleh, Tobio Kageyama in Haikyuu, Satoshi Ishiki in Food Wars and what most people know him as as Sora in No Game No Life fucking hate Jill as a character. She's so obnoxious. I'm sorry. I hate her. I hate this character. She does nothing for me other than be horny. I feel like I don't know if I should take this as a personal attack or not. No, you're fine. You actually have depth. Oh my god. (laughs) I just don't like this character. And I think it's because I don't like this character. I don't necessarily like the performance. It's a good performance. There are just times where Jill is just being super obnoxious. So the performance calls for Carly to be super obnoxious with Jill. Like, when she's giving Anzai shit about not having a sex life. And it's just like, can you not? It is illegal for the poor boy to fuck his own girlfriend. Like, without someone watching. Technically, it's not illegal. It's not illegal (laughs) yet. They're, they're trying to make it illegal. In the show. There has to be a doctor present during yeah, which the is sex. Not That's weird. That is That's weird. That's creepy. I don't want to watch it. I'm just saying no, it's not illegal. No. Yeah, it's illegal unless someone's watching, and that's fucking weird. Yeah. Um, that's the weird part. That's just, oh, God, that's so fucking, God, it's so fucking creepy. Like, I do feel for, like, when, I do think some of the best parts for Carly as Jill is when Jill is getting upset about how devils are treated. Yeah. Like, that stuff really works. When Jill is being an obnoxious brat child, even though she's a grown-ass motherfucking woman, <laughs> it's it's where I don't like the performance. And again, I think Carly... Carly is a really good actress for this, though. Like, Carly Mosier's range is fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. Why do why do I... Why do I want to say she was fucking Princess Von Bad Touch? Ah, she is Princess Von Bad Touch from Taboo Tattoo. Oh, she's okay. Princess Ariabata. Our, we just call her Princess Bun Bad Touch because she's an angry, evil fucking lesbian in that show. Wonderful. Um, so I, I do wish that she, she gets to. I hope they just a make Jill less obnoxious and give her some backstory. But for me, oh god, I fucking love Hansley. <laughs> oh god, Hansley is so good. I love him. Scott Gibbs is perfect. He. He gets to play this, like, white-haired hippie kid. This hippie <laughs> man. But at, without doing, like, the, hey, man, you want to go smoke a bowl in my minivan? <laughs> <laughs> want to go smoke a... Do you want to go drink some blood in my wizard van? <laughs> oh. You want to learn how to control your bloodlust by jacking off in my van? Whoa! <laughs> by the way, you remember the person who I said talking about masturbating? Wow. It was Hans! Okay. 
that's gonna be an interesting scene. To and watch he does now. it so well. I, 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 I find it funny that a character named Hans talks about masturbation. God damn it, Zenith! I don't get it. Oh, he's I using just his got Hans. It. He's using his Hans. Oh my god, that was. <laughs> when did Andrew get here? <laughs> Andrew's not a girl. <laughs> End me. Oh, shit. Anyway. Oh my god. Fuck. That was so. Zenith, that was awful. Zenith, <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> go, go, go to your room and think about what you've done. No dinner. <laughs> I'm taking away your kingdom hearts. <laughs> My work in life is done. What? My work in life is done. It has built up to the worst pun I have ever made. Congratulations, you made a pun about a guy named Hans jacking it. How do you feel? (laughs) Please please stop, I'm dying right now. Oh god, we broke Steph. Insert the music. What was fate? Scott Gibbs being Hans Lee, who is essentially the world's greatest wingman for Skasa. He is Yuki. He is both Yuki and Anzai's wingman, which makes him the best Wait, character on, in the show. Hold on, you mean Anzai and Skasa? Because it's Yuki Anzai is his name. Oh, whoopsies. <laughs> well, Yuki. <laughs> anyway, uh, no. So uh, I do think they're both good performances. I just wish Joe was not as obnoxious as a character as she was. But um, but I I I, I God, I love Hansley. Like. If this wasn't such a stack year in drama, like, if this was legitimately not one of the most stacked years in dubs already, I yeah. would put him on my short list. I, I loved both of the... Per- the uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, words. Um, I loved both of these performances. I think both of these actors bring some real life to a cast. Like, um, some of the secondary casts, like, really didn't have the necessary life to bring forth to the show. Hans has um, all but of the... Scott Gibbs has all of that life in one character. Yes. Oh yes, like yes. he is—he is like, he is the fuckable best friend that I, you know, like Whoa. he's. Oh, okay. That's that's actually. I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> You're not no, wrong. Not I mean, not she's not. not but like, she's not wrong. Hans is like by far the most fuckable character in the show. Mm. And it's like when he shows up, I'm like my eyes lit wide open because like I love the two main cast, but nobody else really did it for me in there terms of like likable. And then all of a sudden Hans comes in. I'm like, okay, just you know, take me away, take me away right now. <laughs> it's just, just take me now. <laughs> Zen's like, take me now. Zen Hans, just like throws go. her shirt off, drops her pants. Take me now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that, that is me. We found, we found, we found Zen's aesthetic right now, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but yeah, Scott Gibbs, perfect performance, and I really liked Carly Mosier as Jill, which is saying something because I didn't like her as Toko, but I really love her as Jill. I think it's probably the the genocider show personality that I really liked her more for, and I think this is uh, perfect for her. Uh, say what you will about the character. I had fun with her character, um, but yeah, the, I like the performance. Gigi, do you want me to go next, or do you want to go next? No, I got this. So I, I feel for Jill. I understand her, her pain and her horny on main lifestyle. Um, <laughs> I thought the first time I saw her, I was like, "Ooh, this girl's gonna be cool and sexy," and I'm super excited to like hear what she sounds like in English. And then I was like, "Eh." 
Like, I, like the comedy parts, like, well, Megan said she was obnoxious. I thought those were funny, but maybe that's because I relate so much to this character that I thought she was funny because I think I'm funny. Ha, 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 ha. So I thought the comedy parts were good, um, but I, I felt that some of it lost the mystery for me, um, especially when she was trying to be like cool and sexy like that part. No, I didn't pick that up in the English performance as much. Um, and I don't think that it, the performance quite got to the level of fear that it needed for some parts. Like, in some parts, Jill is supposed to be really scary and really menacing. And I didn't get that at all. So I did like, I liked the obnoxious parts, the funny parts, the parts that were supposed to be funny. I just didn't, I didn't. It did, I don't feel that it got to the level I was looking for for the rest of it. Okay. As for uh, for Lee, oh God, God bless. Um, <laughs> uh, he's funny without even trying. The voice, Scott Gibbs' voice in this has this kind of lightness to it that I feel mm -hmm. the show really needs to break yep. up the fact that it's completely dark. Um, I thought it was completely different from Kageyama, which is what I'm used to hearing him as. So good job. Um, and it's nice to hear him not be in a role that's so serious because I've never really watched No Game, No Life. So I basically know him for some serious acting. And this feels like a lot more lighthearted to me. And I really liked it. And you're still cute. <laughs> All right. I guess that leaves me. Um, I'm going to start. I'm going to start with Carly. Um, so. The best way I'm going to describe Jill, and I think this is how Carly portrays it, is she's a two-sided character. There's a duality to her. So she has <clears throat> this carefree, snarky, playful attitude, but like Megan was saying before, uh, Jill has her moments of intensity and darkness to her. And... I think Carly plays both those sides very well. She, and I, I'm guessing she has, she's having so much fun with this. Because um, Jill is playful. She's snarky. She has a bit of sultriness to her. And I think it blends rather well together. But I, the biggest, the biggest props to her are those intense scenes. The one in particular, because when Megan brought up those intense scenes, the one that, the first one that came to mind was when she interacted with the restaurant owner where she smells blood on the restaurant owner because the restaurant owner tries pinning the death of one of his employees on a devil that works there because he is a devil. So just her intensity in that moment confronting this guy, like, why do I smell blood on you? And all this stuff. It, it, I think that, like, that scene, it was... Oh, I loved it so much. And that, so I think Carly's having a fun time with this role. Can Jill be obnoxious sometimes? Jill as a character. Absolutely. Um, so that unfortunately means that Carly has to be obnoxious as a performance. Unfortunately. Um, but that's a detriment to Jill's character and not Carly. As for Scott. I've said this before. I'm usually not a fan of Scott in dramatic roles. And I prefer him in comedies. My, my, how things have changed. <laughs> well, to be fair, Lordy. He's, the he's like the lightest part of the show. He is. Oh, he yeah. is the lightest part of the show. He's 
because with the first three episodes, it's very intense, it's very dark, and then you bring in episode four and Hans appears, he's this, Hans as a character is a breath of fresh air to break up that monotony, like Gigi was kind of saying. And how Scott portrays it is fantastic, because Hans, he plays it as a very carefree individual who's also rather blunt and nonchalant at times, like, it's very interesting. And an interesting fact, too, that we learn early on is he is also half-human, half-devil, similar to Anzai. Born in a test tube. Boop, boop. Born in a test tube. <laughs> so that's that's going to be an interesting... Again, I've only seen episode, so episode four, so that's going to be an interesting dynamic between the two of them. C- clearly, based on what Megan is saying, it's a very interesting dynamic between the two of them. I'm, not, I'm just saying that the preview for the next episode at the end of episode eight involved baby Hans. I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> no. And it... And I saw torture objects. <gasps> no! Oh no. <laughs> no, baby Hans. No! But um, my big thing with Scott is I really, really wanted him to play a different kind of character. Because the ones I'm used to hearing him as are Kageyama, his character in Fruit Wars, and um, Mikorin uh, from Nozaki-kun. And I've only seen clips as him as Sora from No Game No Life. Personally, I wasn't. Well, you a big saw fan him of that. act and act out Sora in person. This is also true. The night where we just took all of High Dive's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> to which I I still need to actually watch No Game No Life because I think just the clips of him that I saw is not a good indicator and not the best judgment call for me in terms of his performance in dramas. But. Him as Hans, it's such a breath of fresh air to break up this monotony of a show. And I think Scott portrays Hans very, very well. I really love it. It's probably my second favorite performance of the show. Aside from Anzai, which we'll fucking get to and cause reasons. But I really enjoy Scott as Hans and I think I and I think Carly's having a lot of fun as Jill and um I, I really enjoy it too. It's just unfortunately she also has the, the unfortunate circumstance of being obnoxious for the sake of the character so um before one one thing oh sorry nope go ahead (laughs) oh one thing i did want to bring up with jill uh you mentioned her intensity in that doctor scene and uh when she's talking to the store owner um another scene where i really liked her was when she started the the fight in the alleyway she's like well, I'm a devil too. I'm on this force. Yes, and she when go- she's confronting she goes Anzai. badass. Yeah, that was like, also good. I, that was really good. I love that too. When you brought up the doctor scene, that was the scene where I felt she could have used more intensity. So different mm. strokes for different folks, kids. Probably because you relate to Jill on I a personal do. level. I do. That you wanted that lot. intensity. Uh, and speaking of stroking, episode eight. Um, I was wow. going to split these two up, but we're not going to anymore. We're going to put them together because they're together in the show. Let's squish them together like the lovebirds they are. Skasa and Anzai, the leaders of the pack here. Skasa is our main protagonist She's our Bella. girl. She is Bella. She's, and okay, no, wait, actually, that's an insult that to Skasa, because Skasa is far more competent than Bella's It's very was. true, actually. More competent than Bella, but, like, both still the same, like, I would not be attracted to them in any sort of way. I don't know. I was, I wanted cuter Skasa. I wanted a cuter Bella. My heart, it weeps. And then I we know, have Anzai. She's better than Yui from Diabolic Lovers. 
She's a more uh, competent personality-wise. Yes, aesthetically, no. I I would much rather Yui. I think Yui's cute. It's, Yui. it's better than Code Realize. Excuse me. No. Get out. <gasps> Excuse me. Cardia was you didn't cute watch as to the fuck. End. You, yeah, you but being watched to the end. Yeah. I haven't. Cardia is cute, cute, but she's cute. also kind of she's also kind of dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, that's the point Zen's getting across. <laughs> you need to watch to the end. You, I do. I do. That'll change your oh, mind. Oh yeah, you need to finish the show. There you go. So, Skasa, um, I had one prediction, and much like Blake Shepard, who I wanted as Anzai, who when I saw the poster for Devil's Line, I said, if Blake Shepard doesn't play this dude. I'm going to fucking combust myself. <laughs> if Blake Shepard's not the slutty vampire, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Ansel's like not um, even a slut at all. He's a prude. I know. I didn't even know that, though. I just looked that, at the poster. Uh, I had no true. idea what this anime Fair. was about. I just wanted him to play the vampire. Um, and Skasa, again, I picked Juliet Simmons because I just really wanted her to do something. And she actually is in this anime, I believe. We're not talking about her, but she is in here. Um, is she the, so, is yeah, she the best friend? She is the best friend. She is the best uh, friend. Yes. So I also had predictions. I had three for Hanzai, two for Skasa. Uh, I like how tonight, today Gigi and I are on the same wavelength. So Skasa, I had t- my two predictions. I went with someone who could pull off a young adult and this naivete as an innocence as well. So I had Emily Neves as one and I also had Juliet Simmons as the other one. Yay! As for Anzai, two of my three were rather obvious picks. One of them is probably very different because uh, I'm going to say this again. I wanted to see Scott Gibbs do something very different so he was actually my first choice as Anzai. However, I also had two others that I know could fit this role very well, and they were both Adam Gibbs and Blake Shepard. I also had Blake Shepard in here as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love watching stuff suffer. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. We're not starting this conversation again. Oh, I get to do this to you twice this season. I'm so happy. Oh yes, you do. <laughs> not, uh, why? Well, not not so much on the suffering, but Skasa is played by Lucy Christian. Did anyone really see that one coming? No. <laughs> no, actually, I didn't. I really didn't because I don't know where she is. So I was like, oh, so you can. Okay, that's good. Um, and then our, our good boy Anzai is played by... Adam Gibbs. Why are we doing this? Because I am an evil bitch. Steph was. So, she was. You forget the part where I've said this before. I don't have a crush on him, guys. You are you just, sure? I just enjoy him as an actor. Is that so bad? I mean, I mean, no. his voice. His voice is hot. I guess you are correct so on that one, Zed. But I don't have. You are correct, no, Zen, on that one, but I do not have a crush on it. Implication. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, Anzai has a voice that you want to fuck. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Bam! There we go. 
and uh, Alexander's dug a fun, hole. There's just gonna be a fun thing going on in the background of that entire conversation. I heard it. I I heard you. I got you, boo. <laughs> so, Adam Swear Gibbs. to God, it, Megan, I'm gonna kill you. Oh, you're gonna Gibbs. have fun listening to this later. Yeah, we're gonna fucking t- murder you. We've talked about him several times before. Adam Gibbs has played Shinichi in Parasite, Suga, Suga Mama in Haikyuu, and my least favorite performance in Diabolic Lovers More Blood, Vanilla Boy, Vanilla White Bread, Rookie, Mukami. Boo! I will fucking fight you two! I will fight me. fucking fight you. Bryson Vegas, Breast Boy, and Diabolic I, Lovers More Blood. I like my, I like my vanilla guys. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. So how do you feel about Anzai? Because he is far from vanilla. Right? I know. Anzai is like, oh my god. He's far it's from like, it. Like oh chocolate cherry down into hell with I really, I, re- I really want to do that live react. Anyway. Okay, we're going to anyway, do it. We're going to anyway. do it. What about so, Lucy Christian? What about Scott's, Lucy Christian? <laughs> Lucy Christian has played Duck in Princess Tutu, <laughs> Ochako in My Hero Academia, and Beatrix and Baby Lito in Diabolic Lovers. All right, Mom Chan. Will you, will <laughs> Why you do please? I have to go first? Because, because you I am it. calling you out. Can I go no. last and then you call me out? No. Fuck you guys. I'm when gonna start Lucy. You, you would. <laughs> well, I gotta save my best boy for last, so fuck you guys. Um. <laughs> uh, so Lucy. Ah, uh, Lucy Escasa. I didn't expect Lucy to play Escasa, and I'm still on the fence about how I feel of of the performance. It's a really good performance, honestly. It is. Like, I get, I get the curiosity, I get the innocence from Lucy as Skasa, but there's something about it at the same time that just doesn't make her stand out to me. I'm not sure what it is. I think it might be more uh, on the character itself. The character of Skasa kind of just, I don't want to call her a doormat because she's more competent than that. Or a freaking wood board or a wet noodle, because she again she's more competent than that. But there's something about Skaz as a character that I feel like doesn't bring out Lucy's potential as an actress. Cause I've seen Lucy do so much so much better so many better performances than this. But unfortunately it's a detriment that Lucy is under the constraints of Skaz as a character. So for the character themselves it's a good performance. It just doesn't stand out to me because Skasa also does not stand out to me as a character. Um, <clears throat> I fucking hate you all so much. <laughs> so it's moments like these that I live for. Cause you fucking tease the shit out of me when I tell you I don't have a goddamn crush on people. Fuck. All right. Fuck. <laughs> Look at how mad she is right now. I am very mad because you you guys keep thinking I have a crush on Adam Gibbs, but I don't. The only thing that I don't know actually why. has a crush on is her job. This is no, true. No, I don't. I want to dump my job so fucking bad. The divorce pending Steph versus divorce her job. <laughs> oh, so do you have Shit. a small pink friend that you keep in the sock drawer? Oh! <laughs> oh, God, did she leave? <laughs> 
<laughs> Am I wrong? Do not think you are so wrong. <laughs> wow. Fuck. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> oh, there's so. Oh God, I'm feeling so much better now. Good. <laughs> This is a fantastic recording. <laughs> Man, I wish oh, I wouldn't God. have thrown that razor out. I would well, make the well, sound well, effect again. Well, I mean, this show is TVMA, so why the fuck not at this I... point go TVMA on this? Anyway, ladies, that, what the Adam Gibbs is onside. Holy goddamn, shut the fuck up, guys. Um, so, here's the thing. Onzai typically Anzai is typically the kind of character character you would normally see Adam Gibbs play like bar none there there's quite a few roles that are similar in there Adam are two, he's playing he literally done. the same character in two different shows <laughs> and they look yes. alike <laughs> yes yeah. he's playing two emo cops this and season and they look alike How the fuck did that no happen? they look almost exactly alike it's terrifying yes. It's very terrifying. <laughs> and when we get to the second emo cop later on, holy fucking shit. But um, I am I am going to say this now, and I'm going to say this when we talk about his other emo cop for this season. They are the same kind of stereotypical character Adam Gibbs plays. However, there is a difference. In the case of Devil's Line, in the case of Devil's Line and his other character, there are two switches that have to be flipped. Okay? With Anzai... Oh my god, they fucking... The, Jesus Christ, the I true, just that. The, the true test that Adam has to portray with Anzai is a switch to a more to more primal instincts. To much more primal, hungry, survivor instincts. As Anzai, you shut the fuck up! You know it's true! No, I, I agree, but I'm laughing because I know certain things in context that you don't yet! I have to catch up after we're done with this. Oh no, we're doing this um, together. I want to hear this. Oh no. <laughs> so So um so for a good start of the show and it was this is actually the first note I wrote about him the true test for Adam is going with those primal instincts. The true test and otherwise it's exactly how I pictured Anzai to sound like. When we get to particularly episode, the end of episode three and going into episode four especially, that's when that switch is flipped and he goes full primal and holy fucking shit does he go full primal. And that's when Steph dropped her pants. <laughs> can I finish? Nope. Well, I can assist you in that. Whoa, no, no. I'm sorry, we, we, we're trying to make things short and sweet. Shut the fuck up, so we don't have to stay here forever. You gotta record something else later. Um, but when that switch was flipped, Adam just... Oh lordy. I had never heard Adam go full goddamn primal ever, and it just worked. It worked too good at times. It's, um, I think I had another note somewhere. Like, no, I didn't really have another note anywhere <laughs> but <laughs> god damn holy shit it's it's exactly the kind of performance that i expected and then some because again typical like normal onsai is exactly the kind of character i normally hear adam gibbs play but when that switch is flipped 
that's the challenge for Adam is portraying a primal side because this is something I've never seen or heard from him before and it works so well that's what makes that's what makes this performance different and when we talk about other emo cop I'll probably I'll probably bring up this discussion again because it's gonna probably fucking happen again but I don't get to make Um, as many bad jokes during that one no (laughs) no you don't because because the character he plays in the other show is similar but when that switch is flipped it's a different kind of performance when that flip gets switched you just want to start crying yeah it's a different switch it's a different exactly it's a very different switch and that's what makes the difference that's what makes these two characters in the same goddamn season very different even though fundamentally they are literally the same same fucking character Yes, fundamentally they're the same character in two different shows. But when those switches are flipped, they are two different things. And in the case of Anzai, it's a very primal, instinctive kind of switch. And I think it, it's... Pff. No one's going to be surprised when I fucking say this. This is my favorite performance of the show. Bar none. Mm. No one's going to be surprised. No surprise. Uh. But, but I, it's everything I wanted and then some. Like he passed the test. He passed the switch test to me. So I'm 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 as silly and dumb as this show is, I'm gonna keep Steph just keeps digging herself a euphemism based <laughs> hole and it's hysterical. This whole conversation <laughs> phrasing. Phrasing lava! Can I go, can I go next? Yes. yes. Please. Uh, okay, so uh, I said before that Hans was like the real big breath of fresh air for me for the show. Right. And um, like there were three characters in this show that I thought were perfectly acted, and the main the main leads were like perfect to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Skasa and uh, and uh, Anzai and Anzai were perfectly cast. And they made this show for me because I loved their their romance together. Their performances sold every second for it. But I mean, who doesn't want to fuck Anzai? Like th- that that voice is just it's. <laughs> I like how I'm... Zen is being dragged down with me. It sounds <laughs> like uh, I feel I feel like I, I I feel like I'm just watching you two fall into that pit from 300, and I'm just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate uh, all I'm saying is that like really these performances for me made the show because you're right there are problems with it there are certainly problems with the with the with just the script in general not from the dub side but from the show mm-hmm. side and if it wasn't for these performances and the relationship between these two characters I probably would have stopped after episode one but I mm-hmm. like these guys and it's really a testament to these performances where I care about Skasa, I care about her a lot, and normally a lead in this type of show, I wouldn't. And Anzai, just fuck it, take me now. Just, just dear God, <laughs> like, I, okay. I love this Adam character, I love so the performance. Lucky. It's it's sexy, that's the, that's the word for it. That's it, the it's thing, sexy. yes. It really it is. is, and you need that in a show like this. You need a character that you can believe someone would fall in love with just after the first meeting, and I believe that with Anzai. Yeah, I believe it too. Um, but yeah, like you, you were right though. The 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 primal switch um, is really good. Like just overall, the performances fantastic. Both of them, great job. Um, I'm gonna be in my bunk. You guys go. 
Uh, <laughs> oh I appreciate God. the fire. <laughs> I'm appreciating the Firefly reference. Alright, so before I talk, uh, Steph popped high dive! Yes. Can, can we, can we get thoughts out of the way? Oh no! I need you to watch this! What I, I don't, I, I, you know what? I will say my piece and Gigi will say her piece and I will finish saying my piece after. Okay. Oh, Sounds fair. So I want to, because I know what's coming. Gigi, oh. <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> phrasing. Oh, this is, oh my God, I'm fucking Do dying. I have to? If there's a way that Steph can share her screen so that Zenith can see it. Because <laughs> my thing is, I don't Nobody want the audio we picked up finish. in here. I really don't. Well. Yes! Uh, let me talk about Skasa. Uh, I love Lucy Christian as Skasa, actually. Um, as somebody who's gotten to watch the her character arc a lot more. Yeah, does she get kidnapped a couple times? Too many. <laughs> She also tases a dude in the dick at one point, so. Uh, but no, I like that she is, she's, the performance is very comforting and warm. Which really works for Skasa's character. And like Zen said, if the main two, especially in a show where the romance is very much at the forefront of what is the crux of the show... If your two leads are not believable in the slightest, it will fail your show. Um, so I'm really happy that Lucy Christian is on her A-game for this performance. Like, this is not an Ochako or a, a duck. This is very much... This is probably one of the more mature Lucy Christian characters I've, I've seen her play. Not in the sense of, like, older woman voice or, like, old lady narrator voice, like, from uh, Kamisama Kiss or... Uh, uh, Okami-san Okami and her seven companions. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but there's she's playing an older female character, and she has all of those wonderful young qualities without making her sound childish or infantile, which the show could have... If the performance goes a little too much in the wrong direction, this character does become like an infantile toy that Anzai gets to save, and she doesn't have any of her own real agency. To which, that's one of the things I like about Tsukasa is at one point Tsukasa just straight up yells at him and is like, you're not letting me help you, you asshole. And then, oh, oh, Adam, as Anza, you're such a bean. He's <laughs> such a good bean. He's such a bean. <laughs> He's such a good bean. Good, good I love bean. Adam Gibbs in this. And uh, this is the emo cop character I like a little bit more. Because I mean, to be fair, the other one's a bit of an asshole. Of an asshole. <laughs> For a very long time, and then he becomes the best character. Um. So, but there's a certain aspect to Adam's performance. Oh no! That I want to talk about. <laughs> Steph, are you ready? I'm so ready. Uh, well, no, I'm ready. I just don't know if also, I'm that ready right on now. That last comment. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is tonight on this wonderful ladies' night episode of Devil's Line. That we present to you the very first dub talk live reaction. <laughs> of, if you would like die. to play along at home, we are on episode eight. 
go to 11 minutes and 39 seconds. Oh, gosh. Steph, you need to vocalize everything you're feeling. I d- uh, yes. don't even know. I'm going to try. I don't know how oh, I'm going to Oh, you're going to vocalize and I'm going to die. Again, side note, I've only seen the first four episodes. I haven't caught up on anything else. So I don't. So yesterday when this episode came up, Megan lost her shit. Gigi immediately went to the episode to lose her shit. And now here I am being forced to react to this shit. So Good job. Great. Zen, you get to enjoy us all doing our favorite activity, watching Lilac suffer. Great. Oh god. Great. It's it's my favorite Let as it, well. This is my Let this it is ride, my, by Steph. the way, this is my preemptive fuck you for what you're making us do at AFest that you won't tell us about. <laughs> You'll live, it's fine. Oh, I can't wait for AFest. Neither can I. Alright. Hit it. Hit it. Alright, here we go. Play, play, play. Uh, okay, so I'm actually just to give context, I'm actually at eleven forty one, okay? So, okay, you're fine. So here we go. Ready? Three, <laughs> two, one, go. Joyce and Hanky Panky, what? (laughs) (coughs) Wow. I'm gonna control my transformation by fucking my girlfriend. (laughs) And how? Well, fuck. Here we go. Oh, boy, howdy. Sex. I'm trying to do the 70s sex synthesizer noise, and I can't. Oh god, the dogs are gonna be next door. Shit, okay. Watching. Waiting. Commiserating. <laughs> Don't worry, Ansai. Oh. If you're getting too hot, hot to heat, we're gonna come inside and stop you. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> and you stupid. said my pun was bad. No, shut up. Hold on. So this is about transforming while having sex. Okay. <laughs> With bondage tools. Wait, what? Oh, God. Hold on. I haven't gotten that far. Shut up. <coughs> There's a video feed? Oh, Lordy. Okay. Tonight on Dub Talk, Lilac discovers what a certain fetish is. Does she have it? Stay tuned to find Can out. Can we please keep it offline? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Let the kink shaming oh, of GD begin. Oh god. Says no. the woman, said the, he blushing. He be blushing or no. Says the, oh god. May I quote that this is an actual GG quote? He looks like he's gonna kill me in my sleep, and that's really hot. <laughs> no, okay, nail protectors? Wait, what? <laughs> Guess Onzai's not using his fingers on Tsukasa. Wah wah. They're finger condoms, so it's safe. Hans is taking away his hands. Oh, Lord. God. Safe, wow, safe okay, sex, so the cups gentlemen. are on and Hans is all for it. What the shit? Oh, God. Oh, God. And here's about where I die. Oh, Lord. Well, Hans is a cop that is standard, standard equipment. I got You're sh- under I'm arrest. sorry, I hit you where you this got is shot. A vampire, no, it's fine. Please. Now let me take my shirt off so you can see that I am fine. Oh lordy. Touch my nip. This is the weirdest fucking foreplay. <laughs> it gets better. It's so much better. Oh boy, here we go. 
Lordy lord, okay. Wow. Ooh, Jesus Christ, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. I made a weird noise. Oh, boy. Am I done yet? My this is how all my Japanese doujin start. Am, am I... <laughs> no, you're not done yet. No, you're not. Oh, no. We'll tell you when you're done. Oh, Lord. Here we go. When you see people in a car, you know you've gotten to the end. Oh, Lordy. Oh, my God. Please listen oh, to the amazing dialogue. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't want to hear this! Yes, you do! <laughs> no, I don't! Jesus Christ. I don't know what's going on. You, oh, my sweet summer. We're gonna make you the entire group an ape. What the shit? <laughs> oh, at least she's letting it. Also, B, can we all just talk about the fact that Anzai like, gets, gets her bra off with finger clippers on? Hell, I can't get my own bra off some days. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, 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 shit. Oh, here we go. No, I'm good. <laughs> We're not hurt. It's okay. No, no, no don't no. turn the video feed off. In the chat. In the chat. So, while she's dying... <laughs> Steph, we though seriously though in the chat though Zen's gotta leave in like fifteen minutes. Okay, can uh, okay, can are we are we am I good yet? He's yeah. leaving. He left the room. Am I good? Oh no no no! You're almost there. That was the best part. He was so cute. Oh no. No no no! Get to it, and then we're gonna just rapid fire. Shh. I heard a small sound. Oh, Lord! <laughs> yes! Yes! Did you get to the line? Oh. <laughs> Steph, what's he doing? <laughs> wow. And we're good, so yeah, let's wow. talk about the So, so much dirty talk. <laughs> okay, so I've gotten to a group of guys guys now, so That's, we're gonna call and you're that done. Okay, we're good. No, okay, wow. No, no, um, okay. Adam Gibbs gets sexy, sexy Anzai down. I hope you had a good date with your left hand, Anzai. Gigi, <laughs> <laughs> go, because we gotta go fast. Okay, so oh, uh, so who's left now with their Gigi? Just me. Just I have to finish it off as per usual. Oh, wow, just I'm just me. gonna say. Did not think I was gonna hear that. Um. Touch me wow. lower. Touch me lower. Okay, freezing. Wow. Oh no, that's, that's a line in the show. Said. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, also, anyway. also. Okay. You know what? I'm saying it. Do, do it. it. Do it, Megan. Do, do it. When she was pressed, when I was pressed between her thighs, I heard a so sound. She was wet. She was really turned on. Yeah, that's the exact fucking line. <laughs> and then there was a water. That wasn't water! Droplet. Uh, that, that was not water! Somewhere. It was not water. Oh, God. 
God bless. God bless Devil's Line. The trash finally came home. Anyway. So. Oh, we are totally Sue- making the guys watch that at A-Fest. Oh, we, we totally, totally are. Need to. So, so Sue Casa and Lucy's performance of her, um, I thought maybe it was a little too cute. But it sounded like typical Lucy Christian to me. So, like, I really loved what she did with her performance. Um, and I think she's very seasoned. But I almost felt that some of it was just typical Lucy Christian. But I think this is a problem with the script because the flaps like were really like detailed fitting to every syllable that was said. Mm -hmm. So I think this was a scripting issue more than a performance issue. I think she did what she had to do with those flaps. Anzai. (laughs) Why couldn't Adam sound like this in Diabolic More Blood? Be- because oh, his God. character in that show is vanilla, okay? That's why. Yeah, Anzai ain't no vanilla. Anzai ain't no Anzai vanilla. like chili Spe- chocolate. Especially after what I just fucking watched, he ain't no fucking vanilla. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Lord. Oh, my God. Like, if he sounded like this as Rookie, I wouldn't have hated Rookie so much. So I guess this proves that it is the character that I hated and not his performance in Diabolic Lovers 2. So I'm glad I could make that decision. Yeah. God damn. He's super hot. He has both the mysterious and the aloof parts down. He's violent and scary. And he can also play the prince for Skasa. Yes. Um, he's good with his, the very lethargic parts that he needs to do. And oh my God. Episode eight, though. Episode eight, though. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> and with that, let's do our final thoughts. Let's start with Zenith. Final thoughts. Um, I thought this was a pretty good dub. I mean, like, there are certainly problems, obviously, but uh, the big thing here is that these main cast, especially Hans and especially the two romantic leads, are just so lovable that I didn't really care that the rest of the dub was pretty safe. Overall, like, I really, really, like, I think my love for this show is because of this main cast because like they just make it worth watching for me um i I had a lot of fun watching it and i think uh you know these these main people uh yeah they're 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 great i love them okay i'll go next because who wants i'll just go next i'll be really quick uh no i love this stupid dumpster fire of a show (laughs) (laughs) oh you're so much fun Oh, Devil's Line, I don't know why people are skipping out on you. You should totally watch Devil's Line if you are into this type of show. It's it's a lot of fun. Like said, Zen said, the main cast is fantastic. Adam, Lucy, Scott. Uh, even you, Justin. Justin Dorian, I love you too. Um, I am totally day one buying this when it comes out on DVD. Yes. Are, you gonna day one, are you day one buying it and are you day one buying it in a premium set? Oh, fuck yeah! yeah. Nice! Fuck yeah, I'll buy this show. Rubber fingernail protectors as my limited edition yeah, item. I want, yeah, them. I want the, the, the devil nail protectors. God damn um, it. We want those Sentai. I want those Sentai. Give oh me Lord. a... If you can make... If you can make I may If you can make a make bunch of shitty boxes for like fucking Mon Moosey, you can give the girls our box of trash. Um, <laughs> that being said, I love, I love the dub. I don't know if it's... I, I feel like once it took off, once it loosened the belt... And whipped it out. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> it became so much fun. This is a show that I will enjoy watching uh, because it is it is lovely, fun, edge edgelord shit for women. Uh, please dub more of that and make more of that Japan. 
I love you, Devil's Line, you stupid-ass show. <laughs> and the dub is pretty fucking good, too. Oh, god damn. <laughs> Alright. Me or you? I okay. Go. So, having only watched the first four episodes, and now, like, three, four minutes of something else, what the fuck? Um, so... For a first-time dubcast, first dip into the broadcast dub pool, this is a good, good start. Uh, it's it, it the show itself is dumb, but the but the dub makes it a good, dumb, fun show to listen to and watch. Um, the main cast is phenomenal. The only the only real gripe I have, if anything, is just the secondary and the background characters and how it kind of grates on me a little bit, but. I love the performances so far from Adam, Lucy, Scott, Justin, Carly too, well, for me anyway. Um, and I think this, despite it being silly and dumb, uh, the directing and script in this show, um, it's, it's pretty straightforward. Maybe it's a little bit loose of an adaptation here and there, but it's pretty straightforward, which I think is what the show calls for, um, especially for a first time jump into the broadcast dub realm. This is... A, this is a good start, and I really hope that they expand the project, their um, their prod, their dubcast project up a lot more. Uh, but do me a favor next time, if you're gonna dub some mature stuff, put some fun stuff in there too, cause like I would would have loved to have a dubcast for Tata Kun. Uh, also, Never please get love. rid of that stupid voice trying to seduce us at the beginning of every episode. Damn it, that was me. <laughs> Gigi can't eat tonight. <laughs> yeah, was right? that really Let you? Me eat. Jesus Christ. No. Did you really think it was me? Maybe. <laughs> there you have it. High dive. Time to hire me for your AMSR. Whatever the fuck. Anyway, GG. Oh, Devil's Line. If you like shoujo trash like me, I went into this thinking this was going to be like Twilight. Then I saw the first 10 minutes and absolutely hated it. So do yourself a favor and skip to the first act break. If you like trash like I do, because after the first act break and all of the violence is pretty much done with, this show is a wonderful shoujo trash experience. If you love this kind of anime and manga and uh, as for the dub, the main cast is doing a phenomenal job. Thank you for this performance of Adam Gibbs, which is now my favorite Adam Gibbs performance. Of course it is. You know course he wants to touch himself that's what makes me like wow. it just give me sex noises and growling and i'll be like yes i am 100 percent wow. in so literally so yes the main cast is a really good job here i have a couple of problems with it personally in certain things but that doesn't mean that you'll have the same issues i do i think that for the very first dub cast because this was the first one they're doing a pretty good job I just I hope that their pool continues mm -hmm. to expand and that they do continue to do more. I really would suggest, however, watching a little bit in the Japanese first before you watch the mm -hmm. dub to see which one you'll like better. And also, if you watch episode one in Japanese, you get to hear baby show be the vampire that bites it. So, that is all we have to say on Devil's Line. How can people line. watch Devil's Line? Um, if, quick like a bunny. If you want. Quick, quick, like you're in a stairwell. <laughs> God damn it.
<laughs> oh god, hurry, hurry, hurry. If you would like to watch Devil's Line, you need a High Dive subscription. You go to highdive.com. This is basically the Sentai streaming service. For $4.99 a month, you get access to their dubcast along with almost all of Sentai's back catalog. Um, and some other stuff that's coming over. All their new dubs are going to go basically on High Dive first. So $4.99 a month, you can get that. Um, if you would like to watch it subtitled, you can also only watch it on High Dive. So High Dive is a place to go for all your Sentai shows. I don't believe, you don't need a um, subscription to watch the Japanese if I'm correct though, right? Just the English dub. I think you're just the English okay. dub. No, wait, because it's a simulcast, you might need something. Mm, maybe. I don't remember. I think right now it's still worse. Use Anime Next 2018 and you should get a free month. There you go. Free month. Anime Next 2018. Do it and binge all of Devil's Line in like one day like everybody else did. As for Dub Talk, if you want to follow us on social media, you totally can. We are here at YouTube, Dub Talk Podcast. Subscribe, ring the bell, all that kind of stupid <laughs> stuff. Like this video. I don't know. I hate saying ring the bell. You can also follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, uh, yep. Twitch, at Dub Talk Podcast. All of those. Yes. Right? Correct. That's it. For now. For Anything now, else? Yes. For now. Dun, 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 dun. And if you would like to follow any of us on social media, Zenith can be found at Zenith Will Re Review. Review on twitter and zenith will rule on youtube stephanie this is uh, her strike team. That okay it. i'm dumb yeah it's zenith will oh, be sorry, you can just really do it yourself you're here do it ah, i thought uh, you were gone <laughs> yeah you, you can follow me on uh, twitter at there zenith is. will rule and on youtube at zenith will review cool okay stephanie i am on twitter at lilac anime Re review with review being spelled r-e-v-u-e because i am weird like that well mostly because i already suggested it because i couldn't fit the normal way to spell review in there uh, that's it, basically. <laughs> Megan A. Follow me at Queen Era 2. I shit post. <laughs> that is Megan. I shit post. And you can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at Anime Palooza, where I talk about boys and trash, just like we did today. Send her pictures Ooh. of Natsuki and Cecil. No. <laughs> I hate Natsuki and Cecil. Nobody likes them. Oh, God, I'm going to get hate comments again. Never mind. They're great, good boys. All the Udapri boys are good boys. Oh, boy. Here we go. Get, get me out of this episode. I think I have to go out in the hallway. <laughs> I have to leave. Otaku on, my friends. Thank you guys for joining us for Ladies Night. Jack on. Jack off. God Love damn you. it. Jack on, Jack <laughs> off. Anzai. Use your hands, Hans. I fucking quit. What is going on? Otaku love your faces and friend. other places. What? Did you just love your faces and rub your places? I did say other places, but rub your places is way more funnier. <laughs> God damn it. Good night. Good night, Good night. everybody.